Hello, everybody. It is 8.58 a.m. on Friday. I love how you always timestamp our, our episodes. Well, listen, it never happens at the same time. <laughs> so it's important to me that people understand the, what, the work we put in. Oh, okay. And you know what that means? It's time to get our bake on. <laughs> it's been morning. It has. But you know what? We're here now. Oh, can I say? Right off the bat. Okay. So in preparation for recording, I rewatched the uh, judgments of the signature and the showstopper. Uh-huh. And I was struck by how much I enjoy, uh, what what a great job I think the producers and showrunners and stuff have done picking challenges for these first two episodes. Yeah? Well, this is a thing that we've touched on in the past, at least I have, where I feel like sometimes they have chosen, they've picked challenges where it's just like, that seems like that was just designed to be too tough. Or oh, that was yeah. designed to be like, we could put funny things on Instagram. Yeah, like, like the celebrity heads the or whatever. celebrity heads, or like you'll get them in the signature, or the uh, technical, where it's just like, yeah, there was no way they were gonna do that well. And you're, it's just like, who fails the least, mm-hmm. right? And that to me, and sometimes it's just like, also like, what was that challenge supposed to prove, right? Sure. Where I think these challenges, I can look back at them, at the first two episodes at least, and be like, I see exactly what that was. Te- especially, like, look at the two technicals, right? We started with the chocolate cake, right, with the mm-hmm. raspberries on top, and then the custard creams. Mm-hmm. Neither one of those were, like, little finicky, super detailed, how do I even do this? Yeah. For our first two episodes, they were very much like, these are basics. It's about can you get the shine on the chocolate, right? Can you get the definition in where it says buttercream? Can you get like equal port? It was all very like we are seeing if you can nail the brief, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. not just mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. who mm-hmm. fails the least. Indeed. I enjoy them immensely. Oh, good. I feel like I'm bringing way more energy right now than you are. Are you okay? No, I'm fine. I'm fine. I just Am wanted, I just bringing more than- I just wanted to make sure that you could say your piece before we started. Hey, thank you, babe. I appreciate that. So it was biscuit week. Biscuits. <laughs> Not your southern grandma's biscuits. <laughs> See, he in the UK- <laughs> I think anybody who's listening to this understands. They know. Yeah. They know. God, but so. you know what's so funny? In, what? in the UK, they also have cookies. Because cookies are different to them. Yeah. Where uh, we have just the all-encompassing cookie and don't like delineate between a crispy cookie. We have once again 100% talked about this before, but if you're new to this season, basically a cookie is like a softer, like almost like a brownie-esque cookie and a biscuit is like, does it have a snap to it, right? Is it like crunch? So I think of it as a difference between like a Sausalito, right, from Pepperidge Farm. Uh Uh-huh. And a uh, Oreo, right? Like an Oreo has that sure, crumbly, sure, sure. yeah, crumbly. I would say like a snap. chocolate chip cookie is a cookie, and biscotti is a biscuit. If you're looking for okay. like clear definition, right? Sure. Does it crunch you, when you bite into? You didn't into like it? my Sausalito? No, I didn't like the Oreo. Oh, okay. The Oreo because it's got the cream. No, I just don't like to think of Oreo as like an Oreo is its own thing over <laughs> here. It's a sandwich cookie. Sandwich no, it's an Oreo. biscuit. It's an Oreo over here. We shouldn't get it's just like Pringles. You shouldn't compare anything <laughs> to Pringles. That, like they're in a subset all by themselves. Like an Oreo isn't because it's just an Oreo. Okay. Okay. So first out the gate, the signature was marshmallow biscuits, but they kept calling them wagon wheels, right? But it was basically 
anything that's like a marshmallow uh, covered in chocolate or there's some chocolate on it and uh, like the biscuit is. Right. So you could either do a sandwich style, which is the wagon wheel style Mm -hmm. where it's the two biscuits with the the, um, marshmallow in the middle. Or you could do a tea cake style, which was the biscuit on the bottom, marshmallow piled on and then chocolate or some other type of covering. And we'll get to. Keith in a second. Uh-huh. Poor, poor Keith. But I would say besides Keith, going back and looking over this this first challenge and the judgment, I was struck by there are so many different forms that their feedback can take. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes it's really easy to be like, oh, they didn't like that. But what struck me watching it again for a second time is that there is a form of positive feedback that comes in giving the things they didn't like Mm -hmm. where it feels like what they're really saying is this was like 98% there next time do this and this and this. Right. Yeah. It'll be there. I mean, it's like uh, in, in our profession, when the director gives you a note, it's because you're so close. Right. If, if the director doesn't feel like it's worth it to even give you a note, then that's right. that's the bad one. That's and, bad. And like, really, really, really. So let's, along with Keith, Tasha, right out the gate, gets the first handshake mm-hmm. of of the the season fully She deserved. looked genuinely horrified. Well, can I also say, <laughs> I... Gob, has, gobsmacked, flabbergasted. What is it that they say? She was, no, chuffed is happy. Yeah. She was that too. Yes. But I let her interpreter, dude, like he keeps being in the background of shots and he just, I don't, he gives off a good vibe. But I love like Paul would say something and she's like looking at Paul and she'd like look over the interpreter like, oh, okay, great. Because like <laughs> Paul, I don't know, I've never noticed it before, but he looks down a lot and I think she's having a hard time following it. But anyways, I think it took her a second to be like, is he saying good things about her or bad? His face looks like he's saying bad things, but his words... Sound like they're good thing, and I think look at the interpreter. The interpreter was like smiling as he said it, and yeah. she was like, "Oh, okay." Um, so she got the handshake. It was out of this world, and really, like when you think about the feedback she was getting, it was like all like proving like I think these biscuits are too thick. No, I was wrong. These are great, right? Everything was great, mm-hmm. but up until that moment, besides Keith, who we'll talk about in a second, mm-hmm. everybody else's, I I would have believed was like the best one they had that day. Um, so to go down through it, Abby's looked great, right? They looked pre- – she had the, like, dome thing. Uh, they're, once again, good colors in it, good flavors. They said that it looked a little clunky on the top, and I can see why they would say that mm. um, because a tea cake that she kind of made usually is just a smooth dome, yeah. right? And she put these kind of, like, piped, like – or was it, like, flowers or yeah, something on the top? Yeah, she's into edible flowers. She's done that on her last one, too. And it just looked – bumpy yeah. right I mean they weren't covered with chocolate they were on the top but I can see why they said that yeah do you remember when uh tea cakes was the technical challenge um it it was with um oh, uh, uh it was the one with the 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 very slight girl lady who um who said my giddy aunt oh, a lot yeah my favorite yeah oh, my giddy aunt yeah yeah they I did tea it. cakes then yeah. too i i think that uh i 
uh, listen, I really like Tasha's. It's very pretty. And we'll get to Maddie's in a second. I liked his too. But I liked the dumb ones a lot. They got that little like mm-hmm. uh, gold or like shiny stuff. I, yeah. I, and uh, somebody a did them. Look. Yeah, you're yeah. right. They do. Somebody did them in, um, who was it? With the pink and the roses. Oh, that was Christy. That was so pretty. So Christy did uh, the very pretty ones. Christy needs to talk more. I have no sense of her. Uh, I have no sense of her personality whatsoever, mm. right? But like her stuff continues to be super solid and good. Yeah, I have no idea. I, I'm sure we'll get used. We'll get more. I hope so. So as, Dan, as the as they're able to explore people more, you know. Yeah, Dan's uh, feedback on the signature was very interesting to me because they were like, technically this is perfect, but he had done like chocolate, peanut butter, and banana. Which was like his uh, four-year-old or five-year-old mm-hmm. son, like favorite flavor combination. And to me, right, as an American, those flavors seem perfectly great together. Like, yeah, peanut butter, chocolate, banana, right? If somebody said, "Hey, do you want a peanut butter, chocolate, banana sandwich?" I'd be like, "Oh my god, diabetes!" But also, <laughs> like, sure. And maybe that's just not. Maybe well, chocolate they, bananas aren't as much a thing. But they like, talked about, like, about it. Bananas with nuts, right? That's the thing. I mean, they talked about it just being not a very elevated flavor profile. Sure. And when you're talking about people who did like, like Black Forest and like um, Tunisia and lemon yeah. rosemary, I mean, like it's it doesn't quite fit in. And I understand why sure. they would say that, but I mean. Paul loves banana, right? And if he wasn't effusive about it, it probably was just okay. Well, and even then, they weren't like negative about it, right? right? Um, So then there's Dana. Uh, So oh, they didn't like the design, the wagon wheel design. They didn't like the silver kind of like like a powder thing. I think he did like a um, what's that? You know where he put down the shape. No, I thought he was painting it. Well, either way, it didn't come out clean. So Dana, 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 Dana. So. Is a really pretty thing when it worked, but her mold, she was like, I have a hard time getting things out of the molds. Then why did you then use why that did mold? you do it? Use a different mold. Find a mold that works, girl. Be- because like if it doesn't work, like then it doesn't work. Yeah. Right? Like they liked her flavors and it looked pretty when it worked. But like three of them look like someone had poked them too hard, right? Did you see when she was unmolding them how just the entire bottom of the mold was covered with yeah. what it was it chocolate? Yeah, it was like she just poured it all in all at once. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, there might be some user error, but like set yourself up for success, right? Well, I think find a mold that you can work with. What I like about this and the showstopper, right? The set of skills of like one, can you work in small scale? And two, can you like plan design top to bottom, right? Mm. Style and substance in one. Yeah. Um, so like Josh, right? They were great. Everybody like Josh could have been the winner. Like until you got to Tasha, right? And we'll talk more about his showstopper as well. Mm-hmm. But like there wasn't really any negative feedback on Josh's. Then you get to Keith. Oh, Keith. Now, here's the thing. Here's the thing, folks. If you had asked me last week, I would have said, Keith has the chance to possibly be a contender, right? Yes, his dog cake was a little rough, but his uh, vertical layer cake looked great, Yeah. right? He just needs to get his details down a little bit more. What I think we learned this week 
is that his detail and finish work, he just doesn't have that skill. Because even going in, there was problems with his marshmallow, right? And you could point to that. But even going into it, and he said this at the judgment, like, I knew it wasn't going to look good. Hmm. So I think he just maybe hit his ceiling earlier than I was expecting. Yeah. Because all three of these, the signature of the technical showstopper, I think it was just his, like, he just didn't do well in tiny, finicky. Yeah, and in a way, in a way, I really applaud this, right? Because even though he had hit his ceiling pretty early, he was always striving, right? Trying to give up. And like, when you think about, remember Norman? Yes. Where, sure, his stuff was good, but he wasn't like pushing any envelopes. I think maybe that's the difference because they were like, your flavors are great. Like right. On, like on his signature and Showstopper, they really liked the flavors. Because Keith could have really played it safe and yeah. he decided to go for it multiple times, yeah. right? He just kept going for it. And sure, he might have stayed in a little bit longer, yeah. But I think I think it's something to really applaud somebody really trying to put it all out there and do everything they possibly can. I agree. Um, so Maddie, they were tall, right? And Paul pointed out like uh, the chocolate on the bottom is really thick, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that would have shortened it up. And like his, uh, they said like spun chocolate, but like basically like the chocolate where you kind of whip it around, right, to get yeah. the lines across. It wasn't clean. Yeah. But other, that's where I think is a great example of the feedback they gave was if you had done this and this, perfect. Yeah. Right? Because otherwise they were like, the biscuit's great, the marshmallow's great. Like, they loved it. I, re- I think you're right. I really like that kind of like actionable right. critique because when they say, mm, I just don't like the flavors, right? Yeah. Like, that's a very subjective thing because another person might really like the flavors. Which, oh my God, thank you for reminding me. Almost missed it. Let's jump back to Christy used rose mm. and both Paul and Prue were like, you nailed it. Yeah. And just we know right. notoriously on Flowers. getting rose is so difficult. And lavender. Rose, rose and, and lavender. lavender. Which we're gonna talk about Rowan in a second. Uh <laughs> no, that's violet. But uh any kind of flower flavor is so easy to overdo and have it taste like perfume. Yeah. And both of them commented on liking the rose flavor on hers, right? So, like, quietly, she's nailing it left and right. Mm -hmm. I think she just hasn't won over an audience yet. She needs to get there. Uh, So, let's see. We did Maddie. So, then Nikki. uh, Oh, we should also say back to Dana's. um, Prue made the, or Paul made the comment that the biscuit overwhelmed the marshmallow. And he didn't like that. And Prue was like, oh, actually, I disagree. Mm-hmm. I think the marshmallow deserves to be overwhelmed and the biscuit's great. Well, I think that she she sort of thinks of the marshmallow as kind of like a conveyance device, right? Well, it is biscuit week. Yeah. Right? So I would I would side with Prue on this one of like, I would rather have, now one could say, of course, what you want is for it to all marry together and do it, right? Right. But I think if Prue's point is like, the biscuit is the star of this, I kind of agree with her. But I also think that if it were not marshmallow- maybe Prue has a kind of like, if it were the chocolate coating on top wasn't yeah. shiny. I don't think that she would say, well, that doesn't really matter. Yeah, I right? agree. I agree. That's true. And I also think Paul has more of a sweet tooth. I think we've seen that a couple yeah, of times. Have, yeah, we have. We have, yeah. Uh, he has a little bit, and he's commented on this, of like little kid tastes sometimes, right? Where he really loves the banana and he likes it to be a little bit sweeter. Where Prue likes it to be a little bit boozier, right? These are the things you need to <laughs> know about things. your judges. Um, so Nikki... 
made the choice to just put a little bit of jam, like just a painting of it. And I, I yeah. like that to me is once again, like a, that wasn't an accident, right? That was a choice that you made where like when we talk about like, when I talk about, and I know we've talked about, when I talk about like this person will stay until it mm-hmm. is their time to go. Yeah. Nikki right now is really feeling like that to me because it was like, hey, why did you do that? And they even said, like, why did you, why, why would you make that? So, like, when this is a biscuit that is supposed to show, you know, the coating and so kind of, and this, and then you were just like, and put just a little bit on that. Why did you make that decision? And she also just seems to have a little bit of a, and we've seen this before, where a baker's just like, well, what are you going to do? Yeah. Right. Do better. That's what you're going right. to do. That's the thing is, you got to hit a good balance of, I don't like that they made that comment, but I know I can do better. Mm -hmm. I think she's got a, I'm just happy to be here kind of vibe. Right, fine, great, cool. And we'll miss you when you leave after (laughs) episode five, and that's fine. Uh, Now let's talk about Rowan. So Rowan was put in an interesting position. Ah, yes. As they're going through, and he's like, I'm flavoring it with Parma Violet, which I had not heard of, but they talked enough in the episode. Basically, it's like a purple violet flavored candy, Mm -hmm. right? And both Prue and Paul are like, oh, I don't like Parma Violet. And then Rowan does the right thing. And turns it way down. And scales it down. He's like, it was only going to be a couple drops anyways. I'm going to do one drop. Yeah. So good. And we've seen it numerous times where they get feedback from a judge as they're walking around. And they're like, well, what are you going to write? And like, just keep going ahead. And he makes that choice. Now, it is interesting to me. In the uh, judging... Paul makes the comment, I'm barely getting the violet, which for me is a good thing. And I was wondering, like, hmm. so do you, are you giving him points for that? Or, again, in your mind? Yeah, well, because, like, the whole, they often say, if you say that's going to be in there, I better be able to taste it. Yeah. Right? Now, he didn't say I couldn't taste it at all. Right. But so, like, are you getting points for for like tailoring it to their their tastes or are you like are the judges so against the parma violet that if they could taste it a lot even if it wasn't like overwhelming they could get the other flavors Mm. if it was more a balanced kind of flavor would you get points off for that Mm. i don't know I don't, I don't know. But I, there's I know. Uh, two more comments that I think were interesting when Prue was like, instead of just like a thing of jelly in the center, if you had had a layer of it so mm. you get seven every bite, where I wanted to be like, Prue, that's one bite for me. <laughs> Prue, my bite. <laughs> I would get it all in one bite because that's a one bite deal for me. <laughs> um, but also, um, they they it was interesting because Prue made the comment, I can taste your flavors one after the other. Mm-hmm. Which, if we remember last week when he made the lobster, they got the comment. He got the comment of like, "It's just kind of tutti frutti, all the flavors mixed together, and I can't pick out one or Ooh, the what, other." What growth, right? And Look this at week, you. Specific- Look at you pay attention. And I can't remember my kids' names, but here we are. <laughs> and specifically, getting the feedback of, I can taste your flavors one after the other, which I thought was great. Uh, Saku, once again, I think this was a. Everything about this was perfect, except it needed a little more bake on the thing. Other than that. Yeah. And I think that, once again, it's really easy as an audience member, as a viewer, to remember the judgment 
based solely on the baker's reaction to mm, it. Because she was not happy. She, I mean, when they you said be you happy. gotta bake it more, she went, oh. Ugh. And it was like, what? That's what you're taking away from it? Yeah. The, the rest of it, like, you just got told it was like 99%. Well, I mean, I'm I'm also one of those people, yeah. right? I hear the one negative thing, and that's what I really get stuck on. Yeah. Instead of listening for the rest of the roses, I only see the thorns. Beautiful, baby. Uh, <laughs> let's move on, because we have so much to talk about in the showstopper. Technical was custard cream. Simple. Two biscuits. Sandwich. With the custard in the middle. Sandwich biscuit with the custard inside. But is, okay, so they were talking about the custard, and it needed to be custard like yeah. right because custard is more of like a spooning kind of like creme anglaise right mm-hmm. um a little thicker than that it needs to be able to like coat the back of the spoon they talk about but this had to be pipeable yeah and so it was a challenge for the bakers to get it so that it was pipeable but not runny yeah, but not curdled if you look at the examples it was like you could see the curves of the piping, it mm-hmm. didn't just form into a solid layer. Yeah. It was like piped, 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 right? So it needed to kind of almost set up in a way. Yes. Right? Oh, and then the stamp. Everybody was so like bamboozled by the stamp. And I think that you you really like nailed it when you were like, just push the stamp out. Just push yeah. it out. Don't try to like. stamp it on the table. And then they're like, how do I? And it's like, lift it up. Push down. Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. Have you never done Play-Doh? What is the matter with you? <laughs> I feel like a couple of them figured it out. Yeah. But like, um, uh, poor Saku, she did not. No. Did not figure My it out. My favorite is that Abby was like, I can't. And <laughs> shot out. <laughs> that cracked me up. That got me good. Um, but that was the other thing, right? So with the stamp, it left a very clear like custard cream, you know, kind of filigree, mm-hmm. you know, picture. You had to have that on both sides. And Prue's advice at the beginning was make sure you leave time to chill, right? Because right? you had to basically at every step, like, make the dough, chill, roll it out, chill, stamp it, chill. Otherwise, as soon as it baked, right, it just right. kind of expands and you lose that definition, which mm-hmm. I think was, like, the number one thing that they commented on mm-hmm. as they went through. Once again, Keith had problems from I the think, beginning. Okay, he definitely had problems, but I feel like... The timing was probably more editing than it was Keith because right up until the one minute left, yeah. he was like, well, if I only get six done. But I think that's an editing thing. Yes. It, it felt very forced where he says about six, they say one minute, and then there's 12 on the plate. Yeah. I mean, so thanks, editors. Um, I also think it's important to note, just, I'm looking between last week and this week when we go to the judgments. Abby last week was third. She got first this time. Dan was first last time. He got second this time. Um, well, Keith was fourth last time. Um, Rowan last time was ninth and moved up to third. But Abby and Dan were both in the top three both weeks for mm. technical, which mm-hmm. I think is worth mentioning. Uh, Keith was 11th. Um, so, oh, and like, it was interesting because they, besides the definition thing, they also commented on like the biscuits being like snapping enough, right? Biting right, and yes. Crunching enough. That and was the other major th- thing. That, uh, so the biscuits being cooked well enough. Oh, and Saku's custard was curdled, right? No, it was. Um... Well, was she, it? Was well, it yeah, because she was the one who said this consistency is not right, but I have to keep moving forward with it. And I think it was hers where the custard was not right. Oh, I thought it was somebody else's. Oh, anyway. 
Um, but yeah, it was the so the bake on the biscuits, and then the thickness really mattered right. to everybody too, because I think that impacts the bake and it impacts the snap and the crumble. And they said Abby's was better than something you could buy at a store, mm-hmm. which I thought was cool. Okay, showstopper. Okay, this one, it was so. I think it's such a great challenge, and here's why: because I don't think that this was a set up to fail challenge. Right, this is not impossible to do right and i think it really 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 clearly gave a clear example clearly oh clearly (laughs) no of uh detail work and planning Mm. and this is where right off the bat i want to compare josh and keith okay so josh made a hamburger which everybody swooned over right and keith made sandwiches uh made a, a ham sandwich with like crisps right and the if you look at it, there were issues with Keith trying to make like a gingerbread, like crisp tin, right? Basically like a, uh, you know, Pringles container tube, right? Mm-hmm. Ignore that. Look at the tomatoes, right? Yes, that's what I was going to say. Yes. Because, they- uh, because Keith's tomatoes were just kind of a round red cookie that he had plunked some like yellow icing seeds on yeah. and then you see JJ's tomato Josh. which jo- sorry yes you're right it says oh, JJ's, JJ's burger. burger yeah yeah so Josh you see that the tomato is like almost it almost looked like a peace sign right yeah. like in thirds or whatever and he used like candies to like make window panes and like just the thought yeah. going into that made that I, I mean night and day right and like another great example, if you compare Christy and Maddie's charcuterie and cheese board to Rowan's, and Rowan, we've seen do amazing work up until now, mm-hmm. but then it was like, what? What is that? It this was doesn't like, look like that at all. It looked like biscuits on a plate, right? And this is why I think this is a great challenge because what it shows is attention to detail and like planning. Whereas like I have practiced, I've figured out the best way to execute the look of this. <gasps> we forgot. Biscuit dough, technical biscuit dough. Do you remember what oh, happened? Oh, yeah. So it was interesting because <laughs> they did, we've seen it before. It's happened with like uh, Creams Got Switched, Ben Gate, all of this stuff, right? Where it's like, oh no, what have you done? And so we saw a clip of like Rowan going to him, like, oh, Christy, did you use my biscuit dough? And we're like, oh no. Oh, no. And then you get to the actual thing and she's like, yeah, here you go. And <laughs> she had <laughs> all, just rolled it out. All she had done is just rolled it out. And they made it to be such a big thing in the previews and on like Instagram reels and all that stuff yeah. where it was like, oh, oh no. no. <laughs> but then what I loved is when it's they like got to the judgment. She literally just took it out of the freezer. When they got to the judgment, specifically on Christie's, when she used her own dough, they were like, it's really unevenly rolled. It's like thick <laughs> over here. So I was like, so you get Christy. Messing with Rowan's dough. Um, but like, so when you look at Christy and Matt's, Maddie's boards, mm-hmm. you're like, that is that food. Yeah. Matt's, okay, can I say? Matt might be like, I think he's a contender, frankly. Yeah. Right. If you look at that board and they lifted up the like Swiss cheese, uh, like, mm-hmm. yeah, that those, was amazing. Yeah. And Christy. I remember, so they they went several times. She was making like fondant parma ham or something, yeah. and they kept calling it bacon. It's the same thing. But guys. did you see what she did? So she made a kind of biscuit, yeah, and then just laid the mound of fondant on top of the biscuit, yeah, to make it look like parma ham. Well, and she did an amazing job with the uh, uh, olives. I uh, mean, I 
I didn't like it is what oh, I'm you saying. Didn't like I it. did not like that idea where she just made the like a lump of a biscuit and then the the fondant on top of it. Like if you were to if she hadn't made the ham so nicely, right? Yeah. It really looked good. But then she just kind of like plonked it well, on top. I think top. she wanted to look like a loose pile of it like, cuz that's yeah. what most, I understand what you're saying. That's why honestly, I think Maddie was smarter to go for just cheese board. Yes, yes. Right? Because I think cheese Shapes are easier to recreate in biscuit than I think you're absolutely right. How are you going to get something as thin as like capicola and salami and stuff like that? Right. You're right. not going to. Right. I agree with you completely. Um, I just think that like both of them did better than Rowan, frankly. And I, I don't mean that as a judgment call on Rowan because his biscuits were good. Right. It was just like, oh, what it reminds me of. I was actually thinking about this uh, rewatching it is the way you and I work together, especially when we used to do sets. But even now, right, where our go-to is like, I'll make a thing and you'll decorate the thing, mm, right? Because yeah. like your eye for execution of detail of like fine, you know, like motor skills are way higher than mine. It's just where I'm at, right? And it's like, yeah, man, listen, I right now I could sit down and focus as hard as I can and do it as hard as I can and it won't be as good is if I just let you write the thing, right? So we used to do it, like, if if I needed, like, to make a sign for something when I worked at the Shakespeare Company, I would cut out the sign and do all the aging and do all the carving and everything, and then I would hand it over to you, <laughs> and you would paint the words on it because that was the easiest way to do it. So I think what we saw a lot here is, like, Rowan clearly has massive amounts of skill, right? And just when it came down to, like, can you do these fine little uh, details? They call things? it finesse. Right. I think it just wasn't there. Yeah. Um, which is interesting, and we'll see how that comes back when we get to, like, entremets and stuff like that, if he makes it that far. But, but I mean, I think that maybe next week, bread is going to be a, a big deal for him, right? Because you don't quite need that amount of, like, finesse. Yeah. But you do need a lot of, like, intuition. That is true. Right, there's a combination. Bread is a great, I think it's the reason it's always the third episode too, because mm -hmm. it's a good combination of like skill and, as you were saying, into of like, actually, this needs more than what I normally do. Right. right. I'm going to throw a little bit more water in there. I'm going to throw a little bit more. Yeah. Um, but that's next week. So, yes. Abby did dim sum brunch look great. They looked cute. Here's what I think the difference was. Once again, to compare, compare Tasha's. With Abby's, mm -hmm. Abby's had a lot of separate elements that all looked really good. Right. Tasha's was like, here is one thing that looks like the thing, mm -hmm. right? And now that said, I really liked Abby's like bamboo steamer basket. She put a lot of work I into that. I thought that was amazingly executed. Did they even taste it? Yeah, I think okay. so. I don't know. But it was great. I remember they tasted the filled cookies that yeah. were all like the little dumplings and stuff, but I don't remember if they, I know they mentioned the bamboo basket looking nice, but I don't know if they tasted it. Um, Dan's, I think the only negative feedback he got was like his, uh, the the uh, chips, the his fries were a little overbaked. Yeah, they were, they were very square and they were like touched on the edges. But here's the thing, then compare that to Nikki, yeah. who also did fries slash chips, and they were like, these just look like shortbread fingers. Mm -hmm. And I was like, so I think Dan, overcooking it a little bit, made it look more like fries. Maybe. Ah! Okay. Maybe. But his pie was great, and they loved his filling, and he needs to relax his jaw. Um, <laughs> Teresa made the comment, how does he talk? His mouth doesn't, he keeps his, his teeth, teeth together don't so move hard. at all. Either... <laughs> I think that's a British thing. I know, he just needs to relax. Dan. <laughs> Just relax. I think you're great. Um, 
We talked about uh, Dan Dana did a pizza. Now listen, proof that I've never seen a pizza that deep. Go to Chicago, proof. <laughs> I've seen pizzas four times that deep. You uh, lose yourself. This in this pizza is more like a lasagna. But can I say? Her, uh, the cheese stretching, I thought was so Genius. creative. I thought it was so creative. And what a Everybody's way- Everybody's so creative. <laughs> what a way to bring a great sense of movement right. to a piece, right? And really getting the illusion. It reminded me of Nadia's The Soda Pouring. <gasps> yeah. Where it's just like, yeah, this really feels like it's doing it in the thing. And the cheese stretching illusion I thought worked great. Yeah. Uh, and, I re- and once again, a lot of attention to detail, which made me mad- to go back to the signature and be like, hey, you thought this through so well, you got stuck on this mold in more ways than one, you should have changed gears. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about Josh's. Josh's, here's what I'll say, having watched a lot of uh, cake or cake, what is it? Is it, is is it, it cake? Cake. <laughs> cake or fake? No, cake, it would have been real. <laughs> Anyways, if you stack that up, put that next to a burger, right? I don't. I think I'd know no. which one. But if you're talking about Biscuit Illusion, dead on right you can tell because everybody in the tent when they're done looked over at josh's and we're like oh man (laughs) (laughs) um and it got it got a handshake not even during but the showstopper handshake after the judgment he was like actually you know what remember yeah he talked about that in the in the (laughs) he said he'd eaten too many biscuits and he was like i'm just slow I couldn't get there. Too too much sugar. What it reminded me of, do you remember when Paul on Bread Week made the lion? Oh, and he got a special commendation. And got, and I think like that was probably an early iteration of this, of mm-hmm. just like, here's a handshake at, at Showstopper to show how special this is. And I think his execution of it was absolutely brilliant. Oh, yeah. Keith, it just, it, the flavors were there, but like they talked about his bread, which was a biscuit, was too soft. Yeah, and that his he was uh, able. Uh, Paul was able to make fingerprints in it. Yeah, and that his ice cream uh, biscuits were still raw inside. Like, I think so that they showed. The, here's the thing, though: if if it was on, is it cake? And the biscuit was kind of spongy. Yeah, right. The cookie, I would say, because it's it's on, it's in America. But like, if the cookie was still kind of spongy, I think that that would get a commendation, right? They would say, well, it's just like bread. It's spongy like bread. But that really goes to show that you have to like fulfill the brief, right? Because it wasn't a biscuit. It wasn't a biscuit. If we're talking about the difference between it, right? Like they're uh, sugar cookies, right? That we would make that I could put my finger in, right? Mm -hmm. Especially if they're still kind of warm. But that's not a biscuit. But that's not a biscuit, right? I think that's the problem is like when you bite, what those look like, those looked a little bit like... um, the cookies that he made the ice cream with remind me of like the the Viennese. They were supposed to be Viennese whirls, I thought. Well, they kind of looked to me like you know those like uh, grocery store cookies you get with all the icing yeah. on them. Mm-hmm. Which like yeah, those are soft, right? That's what they're supposed to be. But those are cookies, right? Right, and that wasn't this. Um, and so like I think it's important to note when you look at all three challenges, they highlight the moments where he struggles a little bit. Right, where it's like, oh, this isn't working. And like, my marshmallow's not working. I gotta do it again. Oh no, my custard isn't working. I gotta do it again. Oh no, like my uh, crisp tin, you know, melted off the thing. I gotta do it again. But I think across all three, those weren't like, even if those elements had worked, the execution of design wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe his thing would have been better, but his custard was off. And I know that ate up time, but also his biscuits weren't great in the custard creams. And then it was like, compare the tomatoes right which sounds like a weird 
Now, it's conspiracy theory, like, you got to compare the tomatoes. I'm not crazy. Compare the tomatoes. Um, okay, let's move off of that. We talked okay. about Maddie's. I thought it was great. Loved it. Um, Nikki's, uh, I, it was good, right? I think, like, they said the, the chips didn't look enough like it, but, like, the pie was a good illusion. They liked it. I thought it was I solid. really liked how uh, she presented the steak like pieces, right? As little chocolate cookies, I thought, or biscuits. I thought that was really cool, but they weren't like, they weren't like, uh, they were cooling is what they I want to They were plus. No, they were non-plus. Non- non-plussed on like just the general kind of like taste of everything. Yeah. And they I, think like, mm, is is bake- I think she's a good baker who will be consistently good until week five when it's time for her to go home. <laughs> Sorry, hey, Nikki. You gonna put some money on that? I will bet you. $20. $20. That she goes home. Of your money. That she goes home week five. That I'll take from your wallet and give back to you. Okay, okay great. Um, <laughs> I want to talk about Sakus. Okay. Because I think, right, uh, once again, until Josh's, right, like, they loved hers. Mm-hmm. And now there were some comments, like the egg could have been bigger in the bowl. Uh, you could have added some, like, she said, like, you know, chives, bring out, add some color to it, right? Yeah. But when they first took a bite of it, Paul, like, was laughing. It was so good. Where he's like, that's amazing, right? Mm-hmm. Like, they really liked it. And so, like, if you, and we'll talk about Tasha's too, but, like, going through this, Abby's they really liked, uh, Christie's they really liked, Dan, other than them saying, like, the uh, the chips were a little uh, thing, was they really liked Dana's they really liked uh, of course Josh's they loved um, Maddie's they really liked yeah, Maddie's cheese board yeah uh, and Saku's they really liked and Tasha's they really li- like These everybody were, on here they were very close I think even the ones where they're like eh, we're like the flavor is really good but the looks not right like there was nobody where they were like I hated this right there was nobody that was bad yeah. Right? Like, Keith, they were like, you missed on this one. But don't even, eat, there was no don't eat that, Mary. Right. We've seen some of these before where the person didn't finish, and it's just like, I like it was going to be a whole picnic scene, and I got, like, the grass and a tree. Yeah. Right? And you're like, oh, no. Like, there was nobody who didn't finish. There was nobody who wasn't close to the brief. Um, and then Tasha's, she did the katsu. That bowl was so gorgeous. And the chicken cutlets that was like biscotti with the crunch on the outside. They loved that. They were she, like, this is how a biscotti should be. They, She nailed it. And she said after Josh got the handshake where she was like, oh, he just just took Starbaker. And I wanted to be like, listen, he got the handshake because it was good. But you were consistently good across the thing. I do think that this is, oh, Josh was sixth in technical and Tasha was eighth. Ooh, it really could have gone either way. I'm telling you, and I said this last week, I think that the technical is used more as a tiebreaker. I know, but that's what I'm saying. I'm agreeing with you because they really liked Josh's signature and they, and she got the handshake. Mm-hmm. And then they really liked her showstopper and he got the handshake. Mm-hmm. And so you would think like it really could have gone Right, but I think once again, I actually think that's a testament to the skill of everybody on the show. Yes, because it was like, yeah, man, he was incredible, but like, it. I think it was like in in the signature, she got a one hundred, and he got like a ninety two, and in the showstopper, he got a one hundred, and she got like a ninety six, so she won. 
right? Like, I think it really literally, we went into it and you're like, I think it's Josh. And I was like, I think it's Tasha, right? And it could have gone either way. It could have. Now, we all knew Keith was going home. Yes. Right? And I don't mean that in a mean way. I just mean, like, looking across it, I think they were like, maybe Dana? And I was like... Nah. In all three challenges, it was like, you missed on this one. You missed on this one. Like, we knew it was Keith. But I do think it's important to know, I don't think it's because he's a bad baker. Right? They like, I think that his showstopper, in isolation, right? If he had presented that and said, like, this is uh, my showstopper illusion. It's a seaside picnic. And you're just, like, at a party. Yeah. That's incredible. Totally. Right? And I think, like, his cookies or his biscuits in the uh, signature, if he hadn't been trying to make them look nice, right? If he had just been like, here's the thing I made without trying to do design work on it, everybody at a party would have loved that, right? You probably could have served that in a restaurant and everybody would have loved it. I think that what we hit on is just like, his design work wasn't there mm-hmm. and his like fine motor skill detail isn't there. I think that's all it is. Yeah, and when you know when you're when you're looking at a pile of jewels and you find a, a, a like a stone instead of a jewel, it's a pretty stone. Yeah, that's great. You even would, just an uncut, uncut gem. Yeah, it's an uncut gem. You would you'd love to have that on a necklace, but it doesn't look like the other right. ones. Right, right. I think that that's exactly what it. an extended metaphor. I know. <laughs> I think it's important to know, right? Because like there have been seasons in the past, right? Where like the first four weeks was just like okay, you we needed to get them out of here so we could spend more time focusing on these eight people, mm-hmm. and even then sometimes it's like and two more gotta go so we can focus on the actual. I mean, I like, brought this up last week. Maybe they're all too good. Maybe they they you know how sometimes we feel like they just like tossed someone in there who is kind of like filler yeah, the sugar for salt guy or salt yeah. for sugar yeah right where we were Toby, like i think was his yeah, name yeah we were Poor like guy. how how exactly did he make it into this but i i think that they picked out really good bakers and they're all too good and to uh, listen i to toby's credit there's a very good chance when we say, how did this person make it in there? That the answer is like, well, when they're not under pressure. Yeah. They're nailing No, that's it, right. I, right. I apologize. You're right. Because it's the pressure, I think, that yeah. determines it. Well, especially since what I think can happen, and this is another thing that I think is in Keith's favor. What we see a lot is a small mistake happens and it snowballs mm. where they, they're like, now I'm behind. Oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. And the panic builds and builds and builds. And I think what we saw with Keith in all three things was him going, well, I just got to keep moving forward. Just got to do it again, right? And finishing the brief each time. Was it perfect? No. But he never really spiraled. He never really, like, melted down or had, like, a what am I going to do, mm-hmm. right? He, like, even keeled it the whole way. And there's still time for that, y'all. There's yeah. still time, still time and for the pressure to break somebody. <laughs> I don't think that they're too good. I think that they're very good. But we, it's not like, oh, everyone so far has been so flawless, right, that we don't know who the who it comes down to in Star Baker. We don't know who's not going home, right? <laughs> Excuse me. I think they are very good, which for me, and I said this last week, heightens my enjoyment of it. Okay. Because I'm going into each episode being like, I have no idea, right? Next week, Star Baker could be Maddie, could be Josh. Well, just to go through it, right? Could be Abby. Could be Christy. Dan. 
Could be Dan could again. Could be Dan again, but he's already got it. I'm saying, like, out of the ones that are there, right? So next week, Starbaker. Let's say all of them, right? Could be Abby. Could be Christy. Could be Dan. Maybe Dana, but I'm not going to put her on the list. Josh. Josh. Maddie. I don't think Nikki. Could be Rowan. Could be Saku. Could be Tasha. Yeah. Right? Those are people, nine people out of the 10 remaining, right? And maybe Dana or Dana and Nikki. Right, so huh, that's eight people. Sorry, eight people out of the ten remaining, and maybe next week Nikki and Dana are incredible at bread, and they win. Mm-hmm. Right, like that's amazing to be at a point where it could be like in my mind, any one of those people could be Starbaker next, and any one of them could go home next. Yeah, I I, I think it's just a great season. Um, and I love Allison. I do she too. is. A delight. <laughs> there was a moment. And I love that she makes Noel laugh. When she said bake in a funny way and he <laughs> and he laughed. And I think that like she was reacting to things in a very sincere way. Moist. I commented on it. And this is not this is not uh, a judgment on, on Matt. Uh but there was a moment where she was talking about like it needs to be something about being massive. And she was like, as big as Noel's head. Yeah. And she didn't say it in an overly prepared, oh, like Matt would have said, it needs to be massive, as big as Noel's head. Like he would have said it very much like a presenter. Mm-hmm. And she just said like, it needs to be massive, it can be as big as Noel's head. And she said it like an undercut dig. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, she didn't. She didn't point at it, yeah. is what you mean. Like she just, yeah. she said it, and if you weren't listening, you didn't catch it, but Noel caught it. Yeah, I thought it was great. <laughs> Um, and I think Allison brings a lot of sincerity to the show. And like, I really, I really enjoy her immensely. And she also seems like she's very excited to be there. It which feels, I love. and it feels a little more chaotic, which I, re- which is one of the things I loved about Mel and Sue, right? You never really knew what they were going to do. Yeah. And it's not, I think it's the excitement and the authenticity combines to chaos, <laughs> right? Because that happens with me and my brothers, too. Sure, right? yeah. It's just like, we're just so happy to be there, and we have a lot of nervous energy, and sometimes you're like, what are you doing? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay, so thank you so much for listening. Um, by the way, if you enjoy the show, on whatever social media you use these days, whatever the kids are on, please share links to it, clips from it, whatever you want to do with the hashtag BakeOn. Um, because we have so much fun doing the show. And I, as someone who like really loves Bake Off, I would love to listen to people talk about it. So if you know people that love watching Bake Off, maybe recommend our show to them. I enjoy it immensely. I like doing it. I like doing it with you. It's great. Um, I like you. Hey, thanks, babe. Um, What else? Uh, share link. We'll be back next week. Um, I'm going to put up a, a picture, like put up a thing on Instagram, under my Instagram. You can put one up on yours, too. Okay. Uh, you're Murray McElroy, M-U-R-R-Y McElroy, and I'm uh, Travis McElroy. And then you can comment below with thoughts you have about uh, the episode. And, uh, yeah, we'll be back next week for Bread Week. Can't wait. Can't wait to see what it is. Very excited. The excitement is palpable. But until then, what should people do, Teresa? Bake considering 